Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of the Urban Wire. 
brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we shine the light on issues impacting the urban community. You are listening to Episode 53, our very special and exclusive Spring Break Edition. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything. Um, tonight we're going to have some entertainment news. Um, and also we're just going to talk about, like I said, um, Spring Break. You know, it's that time of year where, you know, you know, we all have been there, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, IU alumni, you know, you know, I, you know, I had those fun days back in my early twenties. You know, during spring break, you know, you want to party, have a good time, but it's also like a trend that I want to talk about, where a lot of college students, particularly women, they're really engaging in some risky behaviors, and I know it's all about having fun and, and you know, sowing those wild oats and getting that out your system, you know, during your twenties. But some of these women are going on spring break trips, and they're getting so drunk and intoxicated that they don't, they can't even um, control themselves, and they, they they don't know what's going on around them. They're waking up in you know strange environments and stuff like that. And we're just going to talk about how you can be safe during spring break. You know, um, just some things that you can do, some common sense of you know common sense approach. Um, approaches to the spring break season and, you know, how you can just be safe and just, just you know, and have a good time. You know, we don't want you to come home in a body bag. You know what I'm saying? So um, we're going to talk about that. Um, got some entertainment news. We're going to talk about uh, Lil, Lil Wayne. He's, got, he's recovering now. He's doing pretty well. He was in uh, critical condition. But we're going to talk about the seriousness of drug addiction and how it it affects not only just the common everyday folks, but how a lot of people in the entertainment industry it doesn't it doesn't have a barrier as, as far as class or you know it, it doesn't matter how much money you have. A lot of people, even these celebrities, suffer more from drug abuse than the average everyday person. And, you know, and if we got time, we're going to talk about Lindsay Lohan because she kind of fits into that, too. She's, you know, still in and out of jail, you know, legal problems, right and left. So we're going to get on that. And also, um, we're going to do at the top of the hour, well, yeah, probably like around 1130 at the latest. We're going to preview, um, Beyonce has a new single out called Bow Down. So we're going to listen to that. We're going to talk about the story behind that song. There's an article I wanted to read about that. So we're going to preview and review that, that song. And as always, we have uh, my, my uh, wonderful co-host online, Michael Snyder. Good evening. So what's going on with you? And uh, what um, what have you been paying attention to in the media or in the news that we're going to probably discuss tonight? Ah, all kinds of stuff, it seems like, in the news this week. Uh, The election of the new pope, um, a lot of uh, stuff going going on around the Indianapolis area, uh, some of which not always such good news. Uh, And some of the NCAA uh, college basketball stuff winding down. Right, sounds good. Just in case you guys... Are interested in calling in? You got to excuse me. I'm getting my grub on while I'm on here. I'm gonna tell you, I had a plate from church yesterday. You know how them them church mothers be cooking that plate. You know that guy's gonna fix me an extra plate to go. 
grubbing on that. See, I got to excuse me. But, you know, um, just in case you're interested in calling in and um, leaving a comment uh, or, you know, engaging us in this conversation, any conversation that we're having tonight, you can call us at 646-915-8200. Once again, that's 646-915-8200. And I'm going to post something on Christmas. I got not a Christmas. Oh, Lord, I don't know what my mind is. <laughs> Not Craigslist, but on Facebook, uh, and I'm gonna ask you guys: Do you, uh, if we did like something like an IM, an instant message thing on Yahoo, where you can send us questions or um, comments during the show, would you be interested in that? Um, I'm gonna put that question in our Facebook group page. But you can just go on um, Facebook if you, you're interested in joining our um, page for updates on the show or video videos that we put out or news articles or whatever. You can look us up under the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, or you can just simply type in UCOFW. Um, and like I said, you can join us. It's, it's a very good um, way to, um, if you want to post, Articles, or you want to post um, videos or things that are relevant in in the world of news or entertainment, you can do that. Or if you just if you want to start a you know a conversation, you know we're all mature adults, you know, and it's just a place for educated people to um, to pretty much uh, uh, come together and kind of you know just kind of uh, what's what I'm looking for. Dialogue. Yeah, just come along. Just just come in with a positive dialogue. So uh, I think that's about it. Do you got anything else you want to add? Um, we can go to a couple of songs and jump right into the show. No, I think I'm pretty good on that. Okay, well, we're going to go to a couple of songs. Um, like I said, later on we will. Uh, Michael, you know how we get on a tangent and we, we, <laughs> we sometimes don't get to everything, so... Please remind me we have to do the Beyonce review because I want to do that. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're going to go to a couple of songs. We'll be right back um, with our first story. Get what she ordered. Ordered. Sets all in my body. Strapped up like I want. Eat the pussy 
call me a whip, nigga. Nothing less than a six, nigga. Y'all rain, y'all mouth like hoes. All y'all some bitch, okay, nigga. I wake up in the morning and I see dollar signs. Shawty wanna roll and I'm like, oh man, she fine. Fact. I got money all in my pocket and my all tomorrow on shine. So yeah. Why you hating on me? Yeah. I'm just living my life. Turn I'm just young and I'm doing it. Young and I'm doing it. Young and I'm doing it. I'm just young and
jump right into our show. Once again, you're listening to The Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we shine a light on issues impacting the urban community. Um, first story I want to start with tonight, and I think it's a very appropriate um, um, story, considering the title of the show, Spring Break Edition, um, 2013. I want to really do... Um, a story on spring break safety. Um, I think we really have to um, we really have to think about this um, really seriously because I mean you know we so many of these young girls today are. Um, taking these trips down, you know, to Florida and down south in general for spring break, and that's fine. But I think a lot of um, them are not using um, common sense. You know, I I have several friends now, like I know a couple of friends, um, female friends I have. They're down, you know, um, in Miami and um, some, you know, different places. And I think, you know, they're having a good time, and generally they're pretty safe and they're – they use common sense when they, you know, go on spring break, and and that's and that's and that's really good. But so many times I know of, I hear about young women going on spring break, and they're like going down there getting super trashed and super wasted, waking up in places and they don't know how they got there, you know, just just wilding out, just doing doing too much, as I would say. They're doing too much. And we're just going to really talk about some some common sense uh, safety tips that you um, can use, and, and this and this 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 can go for you know for guys too, because I think these tips these tips are going to you know help everybody out, because you know I think uh, it, it's like a predator's paradise when during spring break. You know, you hear about these stories all the time, how young young women go missing or um, you hear about how women were assaulted sexually or physically. You know, I think these tips, but these tips can go for both genders, male and female. So, um, but before we jump into these tips, like, Mike, do you have, like, anything that, thing that you would advise people to take caution of when they're, you know, um, Going to spring break. Uh, well, first of all, aside from the fact of just use some common sense, but well, we'll go see what you got here, and then I'll probably jump in. Going to add on top of the year. That's probably how she did. Um, this article and, and these, and I'm getting some of these tips off of um, Mother Nature Network, and um, this was an article. Um, written last last March, but I think these tips are still relative to uh, today, of course. You know, um, these are 12 spring break safety tips, and these, um, these are pretty much uh, ways that you can protect your money and enjoy alcohol responsibly. Um, tip number one. Book a hotel in a central location to limit the need to drive. And um, pretty much 
they they make this um, they give this tip because I guess you know the closer your hotel is to the beach or downtown or other areas where you plan to spend most of your time, the less likely you'll have the opportunity to get lost or um, be involved in a car crash. Um, also, avoid unlicensed taxi drivers and um, ask your hotel, restaurant, or club for summons or rides for you. If you if and if you're in doubt, uh, pass up the car and wait for another taxi. So that's another that's another thing that you guys need to um, look out for. Uh, just don't jump into any taxi because anybody can you know have a taxi service and you don't know if it's legitimate or not. So be careful with that. Um, another thing, um, tip number two, is avoid going out or traveling traveling alone at night. And the thing about this is there's safety in numbers. So, you know, just make sure, you know, you, you're taking all your friends with you. You know, there's strength in numbers. Everybody's looking out for each other. You know, um, walking alone or even clubbing alone can make you vulnerable. And um, there's a lot of people whose intentions are less than pure. So, um, you know, and another thing to keep in mind is, like, even a two-minute walk can be dangerous when you're alone at night. So, um, especially if you've been drinking, you know, if you're intoxicated, you know, you're not really thinking, you're not using all your senses sometimes. So just just remember to um, go, go out in groups. And number three, never go off with a stranger. You know, that's common sense. Um, you know, I know it's a, good, a great time to meet people and, um, and, you know, socialize and things like that. But you should never, like I said, you know, in the previous tip, you know, don't go out alone. You know, don't leave your group. Um, just um, stick together and, and don't and don't go off with strangers. Uh, number four, limit alcohol consumption to a reasonable level. Um, just don't overdo it. You know, I know if you know you want to go out and have a good time, but just um, just just don't limit just just limit your alcohol. Consumption because it can impair your judgment, uh, especially like people that like to take a lot of shots. You know, I know you, you know how you, you get you get hyped and you, you know you get the crowd peer pressure, everybody you know pumped up. But you know, just just limit it to a reasonable level. And if you do plan to drink, just designate a sober companion in your group who can make you know. Uh, reasonable and uh, sound decisions for everybody. Um, another thing that you need to um, really look out for, and I think this is one of the most important things, this is number five, watch out for signs of predatory drugs. And when I say predatory drugs, I mean things that are known as, quote, unquote, roofies. And um, if you feel that you might, have been exposed to this. Here's a, here are some of the um, symptoms of that. You'll feel extremely woozy. Um, you'll have a sense of confusion, slurred speech, and difficulty standing, even if you hadn't had much to drink. So you need to really be aware of those signs too. And if and if you have, make sure someone contacts, um, you know, nine one one or they get you some medical attention because. Thing, the thing about that is it's so easy. Like, even in a normal setting, and I've heard of stories where 
you can turn your, your head for a second and someone can easily slip something in your drink. You know, so just be aware of your surroundings. It's just common sense. Just don't leave your drinks around. Um, and if you're carrying around a beer or something, I suggest when you're standing around, just use your thumb to, like, kind of cover it while you're standing there, you know, talking, because it is so easy for someone to come up to you, distract you, and, and slip something in your drink. And it, it's just as easy as, like, somebody that, that's a pickpocket, some of that pickpocket people, you know, they can do it in a blink of an eye. So that's, that's one of the most important things, um, I think. Also, remember that sun exposure and alcohol don't mix. And, you know, you know, you out there drinking and, and having fun, that's all, that's all right. But, you know, you, when you're drinking too much alcohol and you're in that hot sun, you really open up yourself to dehydration. You're passing out, and that's not a, that's not a cute look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really not. Okay, number seven, use appropriate safety gear for sports and other recreational activities. Um, here's another good tip that you guys need to be aware of, and I think this is a good tip too. Number eight, visit the ATM in groups. Um, if you, the more people you have around you and the more people that that are looking out for you while you're withdrawing cash, you know, there's a lower risk of, of you becoming a victim of robbery. But if you must go along, be sure to cover the keypad when you're entering your PIN number. Because like I said, there's always people around you, you know, and with technology in so many ways that you can just give people information without them even knowing. So, um, but if all, like I said, getting back to what I said earlier, always travel with groups of people. You know, like I said, you know, I think there's strength in numbers, and if you have everybody looking out for each other, there's a, a lower likelihood of, of something negative happening. And speaking of um, visiting the ATM, number nine, you need to keep your money safe. Um, I would suggest you carry a limited amount of cash at a time and just and as well as a single credit card. Now, this is what I would do. I would get one of those credit cards, one of those little uh Cards where you can put put your money on there, just like a little bit of money. So if it does end up getting stolen, it's not like I can just max out your credit card or deplete your bank account. I would just I would I suggest just carrying one of those prepaid cards, so you ain't got to worry about that. So um, and then when you flash now this cash, you you become a target too. I just wouldn't carry around a whole bunch of cash. I would carry around enough. To you know, just just enough that's necessary. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to go out here trying to be a baller, because a lot of people try to do that, and you become a target. Um, don't take chances with illegal drugs. Um, like I said, getting back to what I said earlier, you know, you really want to be careful with that because you don't know what people are lacing with those drugs. First of all, it's illegal, so don't do it. But then again, you don't know. Uh, you know what kind of um, sometimes you don't know what kind of reaction your body's going to have to those drugs, and then you don't want to be somewhere and you take some illegal drugs and you have a negative reaction, and then that leaves you up uh, open to attack. You know what I'm saying? That's someone taking advantage of you, robbing you, or whatever else. Um, also, know what to do in the case of an emergency. 
and that's common sense. Just call 911. Um, just have contact information on you. Um, just, you know, and then, you know, just, just be aware that, you know, anything can happen. You can have health emergencies, evacuations, natural disasters, just anything. So just have those um, contact um, numbers on hand, you know, just for different um, situations. But like I said, that's always 911. Just, you know, just know what to do in an emergency. Um, if you're traveling abroad, sign up online for the U.S. Department of State Smart Travelers Enrollment Program. And this is number 12 for them. Now, this is a good tip. The STEP program, which that's the acronym of the, the organization that I just told you about, um, enables the State Department to contact you in case of a family emergency or to notify you of a crisis near your traveling destination. And also, um, you can also download the Smart Traveler iPhone app that provides additional tips and information. So those are pretty much the, the tips that I can give you. I think that um, these are a good um, the tips I gave you. And it, they come from the Mother Nature Network. These are really good um, tips. You know, I added my little twist in there too, but. Really, it's just about using common sense. You know, I think a lot of people get get down there. You know, I know they want to have a good time. But usually, it's, it's usually younger people that you know they just go down there and, and just wild out and they just just lose common sense. But uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add, or? Yeah, maybe a couple of things there. Uh, if you are going on, you know, for example, if you are staying in the United States for your spring break or your vacation. Of course, you know, like they hit very hard on, stay with some people you know and trust. You know, go in groups, keep an eye on each other's drink, you know, like standard party things that you would look out for and be aware of. You know, you have to be aware of that, too, especially when you're in an unfamiliar setting. And uh, if you are going to leave your group that you're with and be out on your own somewhere, let people know in your group where you're going, where you're going to be at, and when you expect to be back. That way, if there is something that should come up and you fail to show up, you know, people have an idea, you know, if they have to call the police to try and find you, there's some lead information there to start with. You know, maybe if, you know, and on an adult note, we know what goes on on spring breaks. So on an adult note, I don't care if you're the guy or the girl or what your situation is. Practice things safely. Take necessary protections with you. You know, in other words, if you're going to do something, you're going to get your freak on, you're going to do whatever, take some condoms. You don't want to have to come back with more than a souvenir or an extra souvenir from spring break. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, but like I was saying, like, you know, I was really going to – and that was something else I was going to add to you. You really want to – especially women, you know, because you don't want to be in a situation where, you know, you're waking up with somebody you don't know, and then a couple years down the line you're you're regretting that decision that you're making because, A, you're going to contract something that you can't get rid of, or, B, you're going to end up, you know – having an unwanted pregnancy, or, you know, see, you're going to be, you know, 
find yourself probably in a body bag. You know, so there's, there's a lot of predators. Like I said, there is a predator paradise, um, you know, during spring break. Like we've heard of so many cases in the past where young ladies have been abducted. Um, they've been, you know, raped. A lot of these, and a lot of these cases probably are going undocumented as well. That's true. So you don't want to end up, you know, you definitely don't want to end up in jail. You don't want to be out here making, you know, uh, rash decisions. You don't want to, that you're going to probably be regretting just because you just want to have, you know, a week of fun. So um, we have a caller online, 331. You have a question or a comment or are you just listening at this point? Three one seven three three one. You just listening, or you have a comment? Okay, I think they're probably just listening at this point. But um, we're gonna move on to um, our next story, and I think um, did you have something. Did you have a story that you wanted to talk about tonight? Because I know you were talking going to talk about the Pope. Uh, I don't know. We probably got a few things in common, so go ahead with what you got. Okay. Um. Let's see what we had to talk about. Really, I just want to talk about, in general, the uh, – let's see what I wanted to get on first. Just the entire CPAC um, convention that took place this week, um, I really think that it was a sight to see, you know, um, and – um, it really showed us an inside look of the Republican Party, and and it just kind of showed how where where they where they're planning to take their party in the future. Because, like I said, in this past election, um, to many it, it was a wake up call. But I really don't think that they get the picture yet. I don't really think that they. Uh, I think a lot of people are still satisfied within their party. With the way things are going And it just seems like the people that were um, were, were talking You know Were making valid points Common sense points They were the ones that were Looked down upon You know And um, me and you were discussing that I think a night or two ago Michael How mm-hmm. it seems like They That party you know, I'm not trying to be biased But it just seems like when you're talking common sense or you're talking about things that would make common sense that, that would pretty much help their party to progress, it just seems like they don't they it's just like they don't understand it. They can't grasp that. You know, especially when we're dealing with um a party that is has been known as the party of no. You know, and it's just like they, they have been close to the idea of inclusion. And you you would think that they would have learned their lesson, you know, based upon the presidential election and how a lot of the groups that they have shunned, how they have, you know, joined the Democrat or, or I guess you could say progressive side of things. And it just seems like they would have learned their lesson, especially when you're dealing with groups that, such as gay Americans or the GLBT community or – the Latino or Hispanic population, and even the Muslim population, 
you would think that after this last election they would start to reach out and be open to these groups of people. But as we see, they're still talking the same thing. And, and to me, like they always say, insanity is – the definition of sanity is pretty much doing the same thing over and over again and thinking that you're going to get different results. Now, if my favorite thing – now, if you have seen in the past that this approach hasn't worked, what makes you think moving ahead that this that same approach is going to get you different results? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There has to be a point of reckoning where you come to terms with, hey, we need to do something different. We need to be more inclusive. We need to be less of a party that, that's always a party of no you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think the thing that you were talking about was pretty much a good summary of uh, Jeb Bush, his uh, part of his his speech that he gave up there. You know, he said, you know, the Republican Party has got to stop being the party of no. He had touched on that, and he had also touched on, you know, we've that the Republican Party has had a history of saying no to immigration reform or changes within the immigration, no to gays, no to just about everything, and no to minorities. And, you know, he was telling them, you know, it's time that we start being a party that's including other people. But the interesting thing I noticed was there was, I believe there was an article I read that had taken a poll or a survey among who they felt were the most popular and well-received candidates that spoke or politicians, I guess, in this case. Nobody's really a candidate right now. But in the poll, the ones that came out on top for the favorites of the CPAC conference were the ones that did not want to change anything. They wanted to continue to be, we're going to stick to our conservative values, and we need to hit home this principles here, and we need to stick with this and keep doing this. Those, the ones that said, you know, we need to be a party that's going to include people, they got the lowest marks. So I think that's kind of a good, probably a good little snapshot of where the future of that party is going to go. It doesn't look like the ones that got the highest marks are the ones that said, we're not changing anything. Right. So, and, you know, that's pretty much what you had stated. I found that a neat little tidbit there in the survey I had read over. I was like, really? (laughs) Still not wanting to change anything. Well, like you said, that sounds like the definition of insanity to me. Well, this is my thing, too. I think another thing, a couple of things, I I think that, you know, um, have hurt them. is like they refuse to have any type of positive outreach to the minority community, you know, community. And, you know, um, even, the, even years without, you know, the election years, um, without you know the years without elections, I think they should be trying to uh, promote themselves and trying to out you know do more outreach to um, minority communities and kind of like trying to um, tailor their platforms that to to those communities and you know offering them something you know getting out there talking to them you know um, making them feel like they're a part. I mean, you know, it's just it's just not like they're really trying to promote themselves. The only time they're, even if they do try to do it, it's 
the only time they really having a, the smallest concern about my, the minority community is like during the election year. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that's the only time they'll even. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really think they should do more outreach to minority communities, and I think that um, they should recruit more minority re- Republican candidates. You know, um, I said if you if you really want a diverse uh, party, you're gonna have your your leadership is gonna have to be reflective of that as well. You know, um, why would I want to be a part? Of a you know a, a political party, and I don't see any signs of inclusion. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so that's the part of the running joke. There is you know you're not going to find too many minorities on the Republican ticket that are a self-respecting individual. <laughs> that's true, but see that's that's my thing. They they pretty much set that that image in stone. They did that to themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's say, let's just say that tomorrow morning, Republican Party decides, you know what, we're going to do things different. We're going to reach out to some of the minority communities out there. We're going to reach out to the gay community. We're going to try and be more inclusive while still maintaining somewhat of a conservative stance, but we're going to reach out to these people and try and include everybody. If they started that tomorrow, I really think it would probably take a couple of election cycles to really see their party turn around, Danny. Yeah. You see, that's the thing. You have to start from somewhere. Exactly. And that's true. That's true. So, um, and I'm pretty much trying to see what else I wanted to discuss. Pretty much that was my biggest um, thing within the world of politics that I wanted to discuss. Okay. Uh, Well, I can go around that bend a little bit, sort of on the political thing. It's kind of political, but kind of not. (laughs) Um, The new pope, and for those of you who may not be aware, we have a new pope. Uh, The cardinals elected – oh, God, I hope I don't butcher the name too badly – Jorge Mario Bergoglio, he was from Argentina, um, fluent in several languages. He was not expected – he was a runner-up in the election when Pope Benedict was elected. He was a runner-up in that election, but this time they've settled with him. Uh, He seems to really be – a very humble and very nice guy. Uh, he's conservative. He's very conservative in his theological standpoints and his doctrine view of doctrine. You know, he's probably not going to do a whole lot to. He's viewed in within the Catholic Church as a type of reformer, but not the type of reformer that you might think of. They think that he's going to be the type of reformer that is going to change a lot of the bureaucracy of the church and a lot of the inner workings of the church. And they're really hoping that he does take on a standpoint to, you know, ease the and 
ease up on the, the cycle with the sex abuse scandal to maybe bring a fresh light and a fresh set of eyes to try and do something to step in with that. Uh, but as far as doctrine of the church and how the business of the church is conducted as far as doctrinally and faith-wise, they don't expect you're going to probably see a whole lot of changes there. Uh, but so far he's a very warm, warm-hearted person, a very humble person. He has no problem. He has broken protocol several times already in addressing the people. You know, when he first come out to the balcony to make his first address and greet the people, you know, he asked the people, please pray for me in this position that I have taken on. And some of the higher-ups in the church there, if you can see a right type of video shot, they're looking at him like, what the hell are you doing? You know, they're giving this look like, you're the Pope. You don't ask, have to ask for their sympathy or their faith or their prayer. You know, he's a very much a humble person. He, st- he doesn't prefer to ride in a limousine. He'd rather take a bus or just a plane car. You know, when the Cardinals went back to the hotel and they all piled in the bus, he just got right on the bus with them. Typically, Popes in the past, you would not see that happen. <laughs> and he's very a warm person in going out and actually greeting the people themselves. So I think that might be a nice touch for the church, especially if he's going to really pick up some of the bureaucracy and crack some skulls with that and put that in line, which they expect that he's probably going to do so. But as far as that goes, that's about the best information I've got on what's rolling out with that currently. And, I, and just just to add on what you had to say, you know, I mean, we look at this Pope, he's really the Pope of many firsts. I mean, um, obviously he is um, one of the first, well, he is the first Pope that has been, you know, sworn uh, in from the Americas, um, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and he's a Jesuit. That, and then on top of that, you know, um, we really haven't seen a Pope that really um, exemplifies the humility of Jesus. Like, you know, we look at, uh, the, you know, the Jesus of the New Testament and, like, we just look at his teachings and how um, he led by example um, when dealing with humility, and we see that this pope matches up and aligns himself with those teachings, you know, in comparison to some of the popes we've seen in the past, like you said, they are not really, I'm going to say down to earth, but they're not really close to the people like he he has been, you know. Right. Um, he even so has a knack and a feel to him that John Paul II didn't quite have. Yeah, but like I was saying, um, he he's really humble, and I think that's that's something that we haven't really seen um, in a long time. And I think that um, when you're talking about re, you know uh, reforming the church and stuff like that in the Catholic Church, I think that he he is the ideal candidate to um, to start to you know get some of these changes, you know. Um, Rolling alone, so I, I just wanted to add that in, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Um, but yeah, that as another thing. I think they said that there hasn't been a Jesuit pope in oh god since like the Middle Ages. I'm thinking, if I read that correctly. Um, 
just yeah, very warm person. And he, I guess I should have mentioned this, he has chosen the name of Francis by protocol not to be Francis I, but just Francis, Pope Francis. Um, he said that he chose that from St. Francis of Assisi, one of the patron saints of the Catholic Church, whose big thing was hum, about humble and humility. You know, those were two of the things that St. Francis was well known for. So that's kind of where, you know, he drew his inspiration for his name from. And I think it's pretty fitting considering his demeanor. Mm-hmm. Well, like you said, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, how this pans out and and just to see the reaction and how people are, how receptive people are going to be to um, the, the new pope and, and, and possibly some of the changes that he's going to probably um, implement. Uh, it's, it's going to be something that we're going to continue to follow. Um, like a lot of people are still amazed just how, um, you know, uh, you know, of the whole uh, situation, you know, and just how he came about to be chosen and <clears throat> just his, just his whole, you know, demeanor and, <clears throat> and uh just attitude towards the people and, you know, um, pretty much just this whole attitude towards, um, you know, the mission of the, you know, of the church and, and stuff, things of that nature. So we will continue to follow this story, and uh, I'm pretty sure, Michael, he's, he's going to be on top of that. Um, did you have, like, another story that you want to um, probably share or – no, I think we're pretty much right in line on the rest of them. I'll just follow your lead. <laughs> okay. Um, I had like a couple of entertainment stories tonight, and um, we'll talk about, and then we'll also talk about some of the shows we're gonna have coming up later, and um, just some of the changes that I'm gonna probably do. Not necessarily changes, but you know, we we just gonna throw a couple of ideas out there um, that you know, that can allow the listening audience to be more interactive. Um, I guess my first score, we're going to get to Beyonce's new single here in a little bit, but I wanted to uh, discuss, let's see, uh, Little Wayne. And as you guys know, um just wanted to let you guys know, Little Wayne is doing doing better now. And um, he is out of the hospital. Well, I think he's, yeah, he, he's out of, uh, he, he's not in critical condition anymore. And I guess, like, um, he was admitted to the hospital because I guess he overdosed. And this, and this is my thing. This is what I was talking about earlier. Just because celebrities have money and they have all, you know, they have this fame and they have all this, a lot of times they deal with, with drug abuse. Uh, on a far worse level than, than your average person. You know what I'm saying? Because they have a lot of money. They have a lot of people around them that enable them to get in these situations. You know, and the thing about it is if you have a lot of money, people around you are going to tell you whatever you want to hear. They're going to go along with you, and they're going to be pretty much like I call, a, most of them going to be a lot of yes men. They're going to nod. And tell you yes, and that's the, that's the, that's what happened to Michael Jackson. I think that a lot of people around him knew that he had 
an addiction to prescription drugs, but nobody wanted to address the issue because, you know, they were afraid to lose their spot. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want to risk what they had. And um, the thing about this is, is like, um, with Lil Wayne, he was um, admitted to Cedars of Sinai Medical Center in L.A. on Tuesday, um, and he was released on Tuesday um, before being readmitted later on Wednesday. And they said that um, he was in critical condition um, because I guess he he consumed a large amount of codeine. Hey. And um, I guess a lot of his friends came out to support him, you know, they didn't know that if he was going to come out of critical condition or not, uh, they had to pump his stomach, you know, from all those drugs and stuff like that. And I guess a lot of the, um, the people in the industry, like Nicki Minaj, Drake, Birdman, they were all by his side. Um, pretty much the, the entire Young Money label um, dropped by to see, you know, how he was doing. But this is my thing. Um, that's why parents really need to be, and just people in general, they need to know who they're idolized. And these people are human just like everybody else. You see what I'm saying? And these people are facing problems just like everybody else. And um, the whole thing about drugs, especially prescription drug abuse, it's a serious problem. You know, and um, and it's just not common people, common everyday people that have these problems. Like I said, it's a lot of these celebrities that are they're on some major drugs. Not just like the stuff that the average person get on the street. They are hooked on a lot of drugs. Just like you know, you remember that that that, that show um, where they have a lot of celebrities on there, celebrity rehab or something like oh, that. Yeah, I've seen that. You will be surprised. And a lot of it, it is just it is just shocking to me that you know some of these um, celebrities that have drug problems and you think they have it together because they have all this money, they have all this fame, you know you think that they're above that, but really nobody's above drug addiction, you know, and that's just that's just the reality of it. Um, we're gonna go back to to the phone lines. Um, let me see, three three one, you're still just listening. Yes. Hello, three three one. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Um. Do you have anything to add to the conversation? Or are you still listening at this point? Oh, I'm still listening at this point. Okay. Uh. But yeah, like you said, like you know, speaking of uh drug addiction, you know. Lindsay Lohan is another one that is really oh, suffering from uh, drug and alcohol abuse. And I guess, like, um, they said she, once again, she she arrived to court, you know, 48 minutes late. Like, I guess um, she uh, is on trial for lying to police and reckless driving and obstruction um of an officer, and, you know, it's just like, you know, a lot of these people are in the light, limelight, and a lot of, 
young people idolize these people in the in the press idolizes them and it's just like they're not taking this stuff serious. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think if we if we stop giving press and giving coverage to these people that are irrelevant and they aren't that are just in the news just to be in the news or just I don't know, just like a socialite and we idolize their negative behavior. They're unruly, you know, and it seems like they're rewarded for that behavior. Now, if it was just the average everyday citizen that was late to court and that did all these things, there wouldn't even be an excuse. We'd be thrown under the jail. But it seems like these people have money to get mm-hmm. out of trouble for one, and for two, you know, they had this the press and the media, you know, pretty much idolizing this stuff. You know, I, I think it's just it's just it sends out the the wrong message, especially the younger people that you can be rewarded for negative behavior. You yeah, be and Lindsay Lohan, I was reading about all that the today. All the stuff she's gotten into, how many chances are they gonna give her before they lock her up? I mean, seriously. I understand that she's only charged with misdemeanors, they're not felonies, but Seriously, if it had been anybody else that had screwed up that much, like you said, we'd be under the jail. Right. You know, why are these judges kissing her ass? Lock her up. I don't even know what she, what, what is she famous for? I mean, like, I just, I don't get it. I don't either. I mean, what is she, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Evidently, she thinks that. She can get out of anything, and so far she's right. So far she's been able to get out of anything. You know, if they would actually lock her up and say, okay, you know what, we are tired of jacking with you, do some jail time. Maybe that would take us a stint to wake her up a little bit. Maybe that would give her a reality check of, oh, geez, hey, maybe I need to make some changes. But then again, you know what? It probably won't. And I'm sorry to say for her that, it, you know, it looks like the pattern she's going down. If she doesn't change it, she's going to wake up dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I, and I, I really think that, uh, uh, like I said, I think a lot of these, these so-called idols, it's just, it's just like, you know, we we idolize stuff like this, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of times you look at these entertainment um, these entertainment shows or entertainment websites or uh, publications. They they kind of they kind of joke joke around about this stuff, or it's not really looked at as a serious thing. Because I mean, when you when you're dealing with people that have drug and alcohol abuse problems and, and things of this nature, I, I really think it's not it, it's not a laughing matter. And I think we need to stop idolizing people like this. You know, I think that's why a lot of these younger people think that that stuff's cute. They think that that's, that's you know, what it is. You know, that's what life's all about. You know, drinking, smoking, partying, you know what I'm saying, with, with no responsibility because they see a lot of these so-called idols doing, but what they don't, what they fail to see is the consequences behind those actions. 
You know what I'm saying? And and you know, uh, these people can afford to get out of those those legal ruts. But the average, you know, everyday person, you you're not gonna be able to get out of that. And see, and like, I, I don't, I think that's where, uh, that's what we fail to realize. I think a lot of people, not we, because I know, but uh, I think that people that don't really have that, you know, have that common sense to realize that, I think that's where they, they fall wrong, you know, fall wrong. So, I don't know. Yes. Pretty much all I had on that, um, unless you have something else, I said we can go to a quick break, uh, and then we can come back and do uh, this. Um, review. Um, Beyonce has a new song out called um, Bow Down. Now, I guess I can, we can talk about the um, song now and then we can play it. Uh, this article comes from um, Yahoo Celebrity News, and um, it's entitled Beyonce Releases New Song, Bow Down, I've Been On. And the article is written by Jeremy uh, Blacklow. And it reads as such. Beyonce is telling people to bow down. And post Sunday on her Tumblr blog and Instagram, Beyonce linked out a new song called Bow Down, I've Been On, on her new SoundCloud page. The first preview of what could be new music from her yet-to-be-announced fifth album. But it, but this could actually be her next radio um Comeback single, that seems very unlikely. The sound is certainly far from departure from her typical fare, and it's definitely less radio-friendly than Queen B has gone before. The, the song truly does seem to be two songs in one, and it's very hip-hop sounding. Beyonce's voice is only featured on the first minute of the track, which is down-tempo with the dark minor key organ. In the background Quote I took some time to live my life But I don't think I'm just a little wife His little wife Don't get it twisted Get it twisted This shit down, Bow down bitches Beyonce sings However Over half of the 3 minute and 34 second song Seemingly doesn't feature 31 year old The 31 year old icon At all an un, a, uh, undefinite voice is featured in the second half of the track, rapping over an operatic sound, sounding female voice in the background, which may or may not be Beyonce's. Beyonce accompanied her post with a picture of what appeared to be herself as a young girl in a pageant dress, surrounded by trophies. There are several mentions in the song of her hometown, Houston, Texas. According to Rolling Stone, the new track was produced by Hit Boy Beyonce recently told Vogue Hit Boy. Beyonce recently told Vogue that her album would be more sensual and empowering, the latter of which is an appropriate adjective to describe this track. The last uh new music Beyonce released was quote unquote nuclear with Destiny's Child in January, which received mixed reviews in the 
warm reception from her fans. So far, the comments on this track have been mostly very positive. It is certainly, um, it certainly seems like Beyonce is gearing up for round two of her 2013 publicity tour. Following a few relatively quiet weeks since the Super Bowl, she is now looking good on the cover of Shape Magazine's April issue, talking about her 57-pound weight gain during her pregnancy and how she lost it. The Shape interview also mentioned that Beyonce's album is not due to the end of the year. Her, quote, the Mrs. Carter show world tour, unquote, kicks off April 15th in Belgrade, Serbia, and launches in North America on June 28th in Los Angeles, California. And with that being said, we're going to go to her new track, and then we're going to come back and we'll probably discuss a couple more things, including, you know, you know the future episodes of this show, and this is some ideas that I had. But uh, we're going to go to this track, and uh, when we come back, we're going to discuss it some more, and then we're going to go to our next story. I'm the one chick, I don't need no hype The capital B means I'm about that 
baby hair with my tinty braids. Frenchie, boudin in the parking lot. Shout out to Willie D. I was in that Willie D video when I was about 14. Looking crazy. Shout out to Pimp C. You know, we used to sleep and listen to that UGK. Use 
of the uh, of the group page. I'm kind of going to start posting more uh, articles and stuff during the week, so we can have something more to talk about on the show, and it, and also we can talk about you know what your comments were on a, on a particular story that I posted, or or just a, a topic in general, or um, just you know if, if you. I think they have like a forum section on them to start putting stuff in there. Um, just kind of getting more um, feedback from you guys. Uh, you know, I go look at some of the, uh, the, the 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 posts that I put on there. I know you guys are looking at them, but I just want to get you guys more engaged as, as far as the discussion is concerned. So I want to kind of do more with that. And then on top of that, we're going to start um, doing more with the YouTube channel. I know we've, we've actually um, gotten several subscribers lately, so I just want to thank all of our new subscribers on our YouTube channel. Um, you know, I said we will have more content coming up with that. And um, also, I also put, uh, I put my email address in the description of the show. If you have any um, ideas or suggestions, or if you would like to advertise on the show or you want want to be a sponsor, let me know. Um, just email me at S, as in Sam, E, as in Edward, Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, 02, at gmail.com. Uh, once again, my name is Seneca Harris, and my co-host on here tonight is Michael Snyder. And uh, once again, that email address is S E Harris. 02 at gmail.com If you would like to be a guest on the show Or uh, like I said If you have a show idea um, Just let us know um, But um, I don't know Michael Do you have any ideas or suggestions um, For any good topics That you think we should probably explore On future shows Or kind of our brainstorming um, oh no, we're always coming up with some idea along the way. I do like the instant messenger idea. I think that would possibly because Yahoo Messenger will accept a few other different types of messenger clients. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be a, a really nice addition there to cover possibly a broader spectrum of people who don't wish to take out, you know, an account with Blog Talk or things like that. Yeah, and I and I was thinking about that too. I said, you know, I think that would get more people in, engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, most people that probably just that even probably are too shy or just don't want to call in. They can just send in uh, instant messages during the show, and I and I want to definitely uh, read those as we get them on the show. So I think there'll be a, a really good addition to what we're doing. And we're gonna we're gonna test it out here um, in the next couple of shows. Probably even the next show we're gonna probably have that uh, available. But we'll we'll let you know. We'll, we'll send a message out to all of our subscribers on our uh, Facebook page, and we'll let them know the I am name so they can um, get on there and um, I am us. So I'm really excited about that. I think that's something uh, neat that we can do, and I'll probably use that more so than. Chat room, you know. So um, that's 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 something good that we have coming out. And we got a couple of things that um, that we're 
they're in the you know they're in the making right now. Just um, some things might be delayed right now, but uh, we're you know we're definitely going to get them done. And one thing about me, when I set out to do something, you know, it's going to eventually get done. So uh, other than that, uh, we do have a show coming up soon. Uh, a couple of show ideas that I that I really wanted to explore as far as uh, as we're still going to be doing next. We're going to do talk about men that are living double lives, and we're just going to talk about how how some women accept it. Like uh, like we we touched on this on the last show is like how some women know that. They they try to they 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 have hope for a guy that obviously pretty much you you're going after somebody that doesn't want you you're going after something that doesn't want you and a lot of women know that they're they're men some of them are unexpected but a lot of women know know that their men are are actually closeted homosexuals and they accept that. And they're trying to make that man something that they're not. And they feel that, you know, um, even though they know that this man doesn't really want them and it's using them as cover, they accept that. So we're going to talk about that. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a really uh, heated show. And I'm going to really promote that show pretty well because I really want people to start looking at that. And also, I want to um, eventually get on the subject of homeschooling. We, we talked about that, how we're going to probably do a show about that in the future. So if you know anybody that has been homeschooled or your, your product of homeschooling, um, whether or not it's a bad or good experience, we still want to hear your point of view on it. Um, like I said, just email us, and we will um, we'll set that up. And I'm going to probably put a, a message out there on Facebook to see if anybody would be interested in coming on the show and talking about that. And then we're just going to start pushing um, harder with the spring coming. And some, we're going to have some really hot shows. We're going to start contacting some people, getting some people on the show that can help us in different aspects of our life, financially, um, just different organizations, just different groups we, we're going to try to get on the show um, to talk about various uh, things. So, um, just be on the lookout for that. You know, tonight was one of those shows we did at the spur of the moment. So, um, but we're going to start advertising these shows and promoting them sooner. So, um, just spread the word, you know. Um, this this is a show for you guys. And, you know, that's what we're just all about. We're about the community here. If you want to know what this show's about, pretty much this show's about reaching out to the community, educating the community. You know, we we talk about, you know, things that go on in the, in the news. We talk about entertainment and stuff. But, you know, we also talk about a lot of um, serious issues. We, you know, we try our best to educate people, help people out, um, give them tips, um, kind of like life life um, lessons or life um, advice, things, things that they can live by. So, that's what we're just pretty much about here. You know, we'll do reviews here and there. Um, so we'll have guests on and uh, um, anything that can help you out. We, you know, we like to try to bring it to you. So, like I said, if you have anything that you want us to discuss, any topics that you think would be relevant, you know, because 
we do want to um, live up to our name. You know, we want to live up to our uh, our statement where we try to shine a light on issues impacting the urban community. So um, that's enough of my rambling. Uh, <laughs> you know, one of the things that I had thought of recently, and I keep forgetting to talk to Seneca about this when we're chatting amongst ourselves, is – you know, and it's an idea I've thought about, and I don't know what's your feelings on this. You know how smartphone technology, cellular technology, and Internet stuff, computers, it affects everybody's life out there. Pretty much if you're listening to this show, you're using some type of device. And I have thought sometimes, you know, you see how in the big in news media out there there's different things about Samsung's newest, hottest phone, Motorola's newest, hottest phone. Most of the people, it seems like today, are moving toward a smartphone industry. You know, I wondered how, how do you think it would be well-received or if it would be well-received to uh, sometimes preview or read up on some reviews about some of these new things that are coming out? I think that would be a good addition to this show, like as far as technology is concerned. And believe it or not, I mean, um, uh, Kane, he knows a lot about that stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, I I really want to probably do um, some more, like you said, reviews on those. Because I think that would be a good thing to talk about, especially like like you said, a lot of people are um, really into purchasing things such as the, the tablets and the smartphones and, you know, um, and, and, and it's just a lot of stuff that I would, you know, would like to know about myself. So, you know, it'll be one of those things where we're all going to be learning and um, exploring in this thing together. So I really think it's a good idea. That's something I said the other day because I've seen a lot of news articles lately about the Samsung, uh, I think it's the S4, I think, that they're coming out with new phone, new flagship phone from Samsung, getting a lot of mixed opinions on that out there. And I know me personally, I'm going to be shopping here in the next couple months for a new smartphone. And, you know, I just reading a lot of the things that you see that Apple's working on and Google, how they have their fingers in the pie as well. You know, Samsung being one of the big leaders out there. You know, there's a lot of technolo- new technology that some of these companies are trying to float and see if it's going to take off. And all the things considered, it's leading towards new innovation, new technology, new ways of communicating, and new ways of getting the information that you want to get. So that's something out there I thought maybe we might take a look at. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. And I think another thing I really want to talk about, um from a from a you know, legal point point of view is child custody. Ah and yeah. child support. And um which is I I kinda wanna do something for uh <clears throat> parents that are maybe going through legal um, custody, you know, battles and 
um, if you're dealing, you know, if you're going through a situation where you're trying to do the right thing, and I think a lot of times there are a lot of fathers out here that are trying to do the right thing, but they're dealing with vindictive, um, jaded, shady. Okay, I'm trying to keep this clean. I'm trying to keep this <laughs> professional. But you know, you know those kind of women that they're dealing with, and it's just like they want to do everything in the in their power to make it hard for men that are trying to do the right thing. And I really want to do a show on how you can protect yourself legally and just just some common um, sense approach, um, commonsensical approach approaches to um, dealing with some of these hurdles or issues that. Um, a lot of these men are dealing with because it's not all men out here are not dead dudes, you know. But fortunately, we live in a state, and I've heard this from some people. It's just they're going to side more so with uh, the woman, you know. And that's very important, right? You know, and I'm and, and I'm not gonna say that there are some dead be fathers, there are some mothers that. Or trying to do stuff on their own, but on the on the flip side of that coin, it's it's also um, the other way around. There are some fathers that have custody of their children because the woman is the woman. She she's a cracked out junkie. She she wants to party. She wants to whore and sleep around and slut around. And and she doesn't want to accept the fact that she has responsibility. I've I've heard of, I, you know I've seen. Both sides of the situation So that's something That I probably really want to Explore as well In an upcoming Show Because I see so many times And we've discussed this kind of on our show um, I remember we had a guest on the show About a couple years ago That was going through a custody Battle Which made national headlines Actually um, I would really want to do something else on that because I think that that's an issue that I, I see a whole lot, and a lot of these women are so irresponsible, you know. And I think you know it's just not the men that are deadbeats. So I don't know, but. Just keep that in mind. Like I said, um, just email us if you have any um, show ideas or anything like that. Um, but that's probably going to be it for tonight's show. I just wanted to get in here. Um, we didn't do a show last week, I don't believe. Did we have a show last? Uh, not last week, I don't think. Yeah, so I just wanted to get in here. As you guys know, we're still around. We haven't gone anywhere. We're still alive. <laughs> but um you have anything going on personally, Mike, or uh no, not really. Just trying to get back in the groove of things and see where where the spring season takes me. I don't know. At this point I don't even this hope the official start of uh Spring is supposed to be here in a couple of days, and I don't know. Mm, yeah, well, you know, welcome to Indiana weather. If you don't like it, wait a day or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I 
I think nationwide, I think um, temperatures are lower than average, you know. Um, even down south, I mean, the southern states is not, you know, I think this whole, um, the whole country right now is kind of lower than average as far as the temperature is concerned. I know tonight is probably, um, I haven't been outside, but I think they were saying it's supposed to be like in the, it's probably in the lower 30s or 20s tonight, outside tonight. I think if it's not going to be in the 20s, it's coming up soon. Yeah. I know that's coming up soon. We've got some cold weather coming. So it's just, and then East is going to be here. You know, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just a really weird, weird, it's been a weird winter. You know, and then, you know, going into spring, it's not even warm yet. It's just, yeah. So I don't know. We'll, you know, I guess we'll manage somehow. You know, so. Well, if that's all you, you know, if you don't have anything else, I guess we can get off here tonight. All right. Well, thanks for having me on. Everyone out there, uh, take care. Be safe. All right. This is the Urban Wire. We'll catch you soon.